Welcome, ladies and gents, to another episode of, hold on, I'm vibing for a minute here, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, yours truly. From PA, Mr. Gonzalez and his lovely bride. Stephanie Gonzalez. And we're just vibing right now to Mega Man X retro soundtrack from the SNES. My gosh. 90s babies, where are you at? <laughs> 80s babies, late 80s babies, the 90s babies. I need to see y'all where y'all at. SNES, the greatest console of all time. Must I remind ya? My gosh. This song used to get me pumped. I used to go with Mega Man, and I used to go like, give me the guns blazing, we are about to tear this stage up. And my goodness, man. What memories, man. What memories. Did you play with your friends, Mega Man? Um, My cousin. My cousin, Ricky. My cousin, Ricky... Mm. Um, and me, we just, with that game, Mega Man X, man, we tore that game up. In fact, Ricky was more older than me, so he was more smarter than me. And every time I wanted the game to get beaten, that, yo, Ricky, hit your man up, man, because <laughs> he is straight garbage right now. But, um, funny thing, I just picked up the collection yesterday, and I was playing it, man. That soundtrack came up, and I was like, my gosh, man. It brings back memories. I am a 35-year-old dude picking up my Super Nintendo classics and just saying, man, what is he as a guy? Well, you're trying to get Izzy to play with you, too, but mm -hmm. Izzy fell asleep. Yeah, he, yeah, he went to sleep. Bum. Wow. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we are here tonight. You want to tell the people what we're doing tonight? Um, yeah, we are, um, we are going to be, um, welcoming you guys, um, into our home, obviously not physically, um, but we have, um, prepared a feast for you and it's going to be a little bit different and we're hoping that you all enjoy it and we can all have a good time. Um, yeah, we're pretty excited. But before we get there, you know... I love feasting. I love beasting and feasting. Oh, wow. <laughs> but before I, I, I beast and feast and reminisce, I got to blow some steam off right now. Um, right. Choo-choo. That's right. <laughs> it done right. right? But, but that choo-choo was a little too weak for my taste. Uh-huh. Choo-choo. That's right. We're about to come up here, get, Thomas, get. to tank this thing up Thomas right now. <laughs> and I'm about to get this weak garbage off the tracks. Y'all better get off because I'm about to steam row. You're going to hit Percy? Well, You're knocking Percy off the track. Uh, Percy and all them bums need to get out the way I because like Thomas is in the house. Percy was Izzy's favorite. Percy was Izzy's favorite. But you know what? Percy was a beta. Okay. Thomas is the alpha. Come on, blow your steam. Um, <laughs> here we go. Um, listen, uh, me and my boys, my family, I call them my family. They've been, um, this season in life, God has been has blessed them. Blessed me with them and blessed them with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> they've been my support. Uh, 2021, the beginning hasn't been, wasn't easy. But, man, this ending here has been amazing. We'll talk about that in future episodes. But... We were talking this afternoon, talking about top Christmas movies. Me and my man, Chris Boniquez, yeah, I heard him here before. He'll come back again. We're talking on Marco Polo. Um, if you don't have that app, get it. But before you get it, you need some friends. Wow. If you don't have friends, get friends first, and then get Marco Polo. Come on, man. One plus one equals two, not four. Or just ask Jose for his number and he can be your friend since nah. he likes to talk so much. Yeah, oh, he, he done right, I do. It's a video walkie-talkie. 
Yeah, basically, you know, like, yeah, and it's fun times, have some good conversations. But today, <laughs> some fools needed to be educated. Oh, boy. And I didn't have that much time because I was on a date night with my wife. Going back and forth with them and Marco Polo, and then me going back and forth with you. <laughs> but to clear waves, I know they listen to this show, and for people that disagree, you know, class is in session. Teacher Gonzalez, Mr. Gonzalez to you, okay. wants to present to you, okay, because we were talking about our top five Christmas movies, and Chris and I both, my man Chris and I said our top Christmas movies of all time was Die Hard. That's your first one, right? That's number one. Number one. That's number one. You know? And my in-laws and some of my friends in that um, chat were just like, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. So they, as they were crying and whining, I said to myself, you know, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, like, what, what's up with these dudes? What do they not understand? We're just basically giving them facts, you know? Um plot being over here a lot of them didn't see the movie though yeah you know and they're babies you know what i'm babies. saying they're yeah. babies you know i had to remi be reminded of that um you know so they didn't get it they didn't understand it but some of them did see it like your brother justin he did see it okay he did see it he i did didn't know see that it. so um and for know. those who haven't seen it maybe you want to check it out yeah um put the kiddos to bed though um, I'm man, put you to bed. <laughs> my man, John McClain. Too oh, much. Oh, gosh. Movie, you know? What are you drinking? What are you mm. sipping on, love? I'm sipping on some coffee, some Wait, coffee. we got to do our... That's right. It's hot coffee, right? Hot coffee is better than cold coffee. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. Cold brew is better. No, 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 no. That's another, That's another debate. Yeah, there you go. Let's not get sidetracked from the task at hand. My rent. I am going to give you all seven reasons why Die Hard is a Christmas movie. My um, in-laws and some of my friends were talking about it's not a Christmas movie because it was done in July. Um, it's an action film. It's an action film. It wasn't set on the big fat jolly man coming down the chimney feels like the main topic isn't like that right so with all that like being shadowing right with all that being said i said to myself look listen man i got i gotta do some research and you must investigate you gotta be colombo don colombo that's a little too old for my taste let's let's think about someone else perry mason perry mason he's right. bomb yo all right perry mason uh, a lot um, of people are gonna turn off with that one ace ventura I <laughs> ain't coming out on no rhino. But um we um I went online. These this doesn't come from my head. This doesn't come from my head. I'm sorry. I gotta give props to where props is due, the gazette.com. And And I encourage you to research, so you should get props to me. And yeah, for sure. No, okay. Props to the wifey. <laughs> but look, it takes place during a holiday office party. This huh. is point one. That's point one. And, 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 and huh, what day is this holiday office party? Christmas Eve. Okay? And we all know there's a lot of crazy shenanigans that happen at holiday Christmas parties. <laughs> um, the security in the movie at this point was they had to make sure the security was at ease. They were distracted. They were loose. And then comes Hans and the boys. What? And they come <laughs> and they go crazy. They go crazy in Nakatomi Plaza. And they hold everyone in there hostage. Number two. Number two reason. These are not all in order. It has Christmas music. I want to give my man shout out, Chris. You've made that point tonight on Marco Polo. It has Christmas music. The, you know, in fact, the Die Hard soundtrack is loaded with Christmas songs. Uh, we got Winter Wonderland. We got Let It Snow. We got Christmas and Hollies and Oday to Joy. All are on this soundtrack to make an appearance in one, one form or another in the film. Especially in the end credits where you have a lot of Christmas music. Number three. 
John's wife has a Christmassy name. Um, oh, she may not. <laughs> she has a Christmassy name. She may not use the last name McLean, but Mrs. Janeiro's first name doesn't get much more festive than Holly. Okay, Holly, Holly, Jolly Christmas. All right, number four. Their presence involved. I've and never heard Holly be used in Christmas. Have a Holly Jolly Christmas. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Oh, he's singing. Yep. I like this. Yep, yep. Number four, there's presence involved. And as you all know, in a commercialized holiday as Christmas, you gotta have presents. Okay. So, <laughs> John's LA cop, Al, buys snack cakes for his pregnant wife at a convenience store. Okay. Harry Ellis gives Holly a Rolex watch. He buys snacks for his pregnant wife. That's a gift. That's, That's a, a Christmas gift. gift. That's a Christmas gift. He's I mean, supposed to feed her. Well, you know, he she impregnated her. That's not a freaking gift. Okay, but you know, nonetheless, okay, it's a gift. Okay, get on with it. Harry Ellis gives Holly in the movie a Rolex watch. Man. Was it fake? I would love to have a Rolly. Does it, that doesn't matter. That's what it's you a say. Gift. You never put anything on your wrist. No, listen, if you I had... Talk. No, no, it's just no, no. the fact that it's a listen, Rolly. If I had money to buy a Rolly, you know, right, it's going on my wrist. I don't wrist. believe it. Okay? So, we see that there. Number five, Santa Claus, the big jolly fool himself, Cinco? gets a... Yeah, there's number five. He gets a sort of an appearance in the movie. No. Hey, wait, but just hold I on. I don't believe there's a Santa. Just hold on. I gotta watch this movie Just again. hold on, okay? You might remember that the first person John takes out is Tony as they stumble down a flight of stairs during a fight early in the film. John sends Tony's body down to Hans, all right, in an, eleva in an elevator wearing a Santa hat and the message of now I have a machine gun, ho, 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 on his shirt. Man, I tell you, Johnny. So this is obviously a scene to a movie that, if you haven't seen it, yeah. is happening. Yeah, I'm ruining it for you. So. It's a fight. Yeah. John McClane has holiday spirit no matter what the situation is. So as we see here, <sighs> we, have some, we, we have some type of a, 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 an appearance from Santa Claus here. This is interesting. Now, number six. It gets a little bit more stronger now. Okay, if you say, oh, man, those points are just too weak, Jose. La, 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 la. la listen, okay, Paul. All right, here, number six. This is a strong case to yeah. make Die Hard a Christmas movie. Let's hear your case. It snows at the end. Now, get this. This is this is big. Here's why. Here's why. Uh -huh. You want to talk about Christmas miracles, like Miracle on 34th Street? Uh -huh. You want to talk about Christmas miracles, like Rudolph saving Christmas? Miracle. It snows at the end, but not it just it snows at the end. The last time it snowed in Los Angeles was 1962. Get that, 1962. Wait, did it really snow in real life when they were filming this movie, or they did it themselves? Baby. Because that fact doesn't really matter. Baby. It's a movie. Wait, 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 wait. It matters. What are you getting excited listen, listen, about? Listen, listen, listen. It matters in the context of film, okay? And <laughs> the story. Listen, You're listen. You're saying like it happened in real life. Listen. But in the movie, and last time it snowed so in it's like Miracle LA, 30, a miracle. was 1962. In Johnny's world, okay, in Die Hard, it snows at the end of a at, at the end of the movie. What better way to end a Christmas movie with a little bit of snowfall? Okay. When was the last time you remember having a white Christmas? John McClane had a white Christmas when he brought the building down. We didn't have a white Christmas on Hans there? and the boys. Did we not have a white Christmas last year? Nah, no, no, no. We didn't get no, no white Christmas. I know there was one. The only white right? Christmas I had was with you and your family. Wow. Very funny. <laughs> so, I did that. so this is my question. Are you done? No, no, no. Number oh. seven. This, and with this, okay. I am done. I'm sorry. Number seven. The stats don't lie. Okay? Oh, I'm so sick and tired. According to a press release last year, get this, from Dish Network, 1.3 million Americans watched Die Hard on Christmas Eve in 2016. Now, these, uh, I forgot to mention that. This was done in 2016. So I'm giving you numbers that were done in 2016. Nonetheless, they're important and impressive numbers, okay? So Die Hard... They're important and impressive numbers. Die Hard, right? In Dish Network, 1.3 million Americans watched Die Hard on Christmas Eve in 2016. The 
that beat out traditional holiday favorites such as, and let me tell you something, I love these. These, at least this the the first two movies I love these for Christmas. Home Alone. I'm not big on Miracle on the on 34th Street. Did you ever and see it? The Santa Claus. Did you ever see it? Um, I tried and I just just didn't, didn't. The old one or the new one? Um, I think uh the old one. Black and gray. Yeah, I tried to watch white, the, black and gray, black, black and, and yellow, <laughs> black and yellow. No. <laughs> What the heck is that? Hey, wow. Is that that's a, a song you pick up at your job? It's a, it's a rap like a song. Child? Yeah, they actually played it in my shop the other day. So this mm. is my question. Can right. I ask you a question or you want to say something quick? Uh, Well, you know, um, with, with that being said, man, Yippie Kaye, it's official. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I don't want to hear any more. Yippie Kaye, why don't you finish the, the whole mic. statement? Yippie Kaye, that's it. <laughs> Yippie Kaye, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So you're saying that for it to be a Christmas movie, as long as there's snow, gifts, and Christmas music, that's Christmas. Um, yeah, and and and, and settings such as Christmas Eve. So the only thing I identify from this Christmas movie, and maybe I'm wrong because you haven't said it, that are in all the other Christmas movies, <sighs> minus Elf. I don't think it's an Elf, but what? Home Alone and Miracle and I don't know. I haven't saw that in a while. Mm. Is there? Mm-hmm. Which is the most important? Uh huh. A nativity scene. I gotta go back and check that. So we're talking about a Christmas. Uh huh. That is very. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you, but you know, you, wait, 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 wait. An elf, there's no nativity scene. That's what is I it? said. I said I don't think yeah. it's an elf. So like, I don't Home think Alone you can... has it. They have the church. Oh, for sure, for sure. What for other sure. Christmas movies is there? I don't uh, know. Uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I mentioned the Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Do they have it? I don't remember. They talk Is about he... Jesus, I think, in there. Do they? I think when they... I don't know. Okay. I'm wrong. I have to rewatch the movies and get back here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do you want to tell them why you just felt the need to talk about Christmas when it's not Christmas yet? Well, obviously, that need was because... Um, the conversation you were yeah, having today. Yeah, th- these fools just... Um, and you are you know, not get educated. one... You are not one that likes to talk about Christmas before Thanksgiving. I don't. I I, I just don't. To yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks, thank, thank you, baby. I, I don't like talking about Christmas before Thanksgiving, but we're not even allowed to put our tree up until Thanksgiving night. You're darn right, because Thanksgiving will be acknowledged and respected in this house. So you want to start dressing up as a turkey? No, we get the dog to do that. And we can pluck your feathers. No, 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 no. Pluck what feathers? <laughs> no feathers What's wrong with you, girl? So, with that being said, that's the end of my rant. Class is in session. It's done. You would like to hear feedback? Uh, Yeah, give me feedback, yeah. Uh, What you think about that? You know where we at. For sure, for sure. Go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) You cracked me up without... He was really excited about this, guys. Anyway, it's November. Can you believe it? I go to work and I'm like... Oh, it's November. I keep thinking we're still in October. So we know what that means. The leaves are, well, the leaves already turn colors before November. But <clears throat> it seems to get more intense, right? The weather cools. Yeah, man. The apple cider and the pumpkin pies and all that starts to transition. The trees get naked. And <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway. This is a family um, radio show. Our clocks <laughs> get turned back tonight. <laughs> Isn't that that's cool? Right, we get an extra right. hour sleep. Anyway, but well, that's another topic. Yeah, so, for this no, um, for this this November, we wanted to this um, podcast since it's the beginning of November. We wanted to transition because um, Jose loves November. I like November because of the fall, and we wanted to invite you into our home, not in a physical context, but in a visual. And we have set a table, and we have formed a buffet with all types of food buffet buffet that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. with all types of food and we just want you all to come and enjoy so if you could all just kick back relax pick a seat and jose is going to lead us and with saying grace oh yes for sure for sure and this visual just be mindful that we are about to enter a feast you know, the Dutch out here in Pennsylvania will call it a smorgasbord. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Really? So, yeah. I didn't even know that. We call it a smorgasbord. Um, that's a Dutch word, yeah. Your boy right now is being multi-talented. Anyway. You're so Dutchy. Let us bow our heads to the good Lord and thank him for yet another day. Mm-hmm. 
Dear God, we thank you for this podcast. We thank you for the ability to be able to have fun and also spread out the worldview that matters the most. We also pray that tonight we will be able to articulate and everybody that hears this will be blessed and filled with what you have with these awesome stories and this expression of thanksgiving. You are amazing and you sit on that throne. That's why we get to be at peace. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 So we wanted to serve up you a good meal. And in that meal, we are going to talk about what food has looked like in the Gonzalez home and how it has evolved. (laughs) That's right. From um, even before we were together to... When we got together, to when we first got married, to Izzy growing, and to now. I don't know what all is going to come out. Um, I'm going to say a pre-warning. Excuse our dog. He's in his cage. Um, Sometimes he hears people outside at night and he barks. So, stay focused. Oh, yes. Look into my starry eyes. Oh, man. I have makeup on, guys. We had a date tonight. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yes. Um, So... Anyway, back on the topic. I hope everybody's day was well. Um, <clears throat> and that you are winding down. And Yeah. So, love, growing up mm-hmm. in your household, what did food look like? My what can goodness. you not just explain, but can you try to your best to give a visual expression to describe the texture and the aroma and the main meals that you would have grown up on? And your rating of your mom's cooking. So you know mama's cooking. Mama <laughs> give y'all some of mama's cooking. Y'all want mama's cooking, y'all got mama's cooking. Mama's cooking was on point. The texture was spot on. The meat was cooked well done. Well done. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I, you know what? One of my favorite meals that mama made was Pork chops for uh, my Hispanic people, chuletas. He is Puerto Rican. Diane. I think everybody knows that, but there's people that listen to us, love, that don't know, maybe. I mean, they should be able to tell from your picture, but. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, ajo con habichuela, rice and beans, um, with the seasonings. You know, you got to have that soflito up in there. And for y'all don't know, know what soflito is, you know, you got what, cilantro. Garlic, olive oil, green pepper, red pepper, take it in a blender, onions, onions, and you have, um, my goodness, seasoning personified. It's like the foundation of the Puerto Rican food. Yeah, rice and beans, (laughs) we use as a base, you know. So, you know, mama's cooking was always seasoned, um, and mama's cooking always had my nostrils just jumping up and down saying hey oh oh gosh really yeah so yeah mama my mama's cooking was always good always mm-hmm. good to this day i miss mama's cooking i miss my mama mm-hmm. um and your your schedule your mama's cooking do you want to give them an in-depth come here you got something on your mustache that's bothering mm-hmm. me um of what that looked like when your mom cooked like how she did it and mm-hmm. the time that food would be done and how her outline was. Well, yeah, so her outline was definitely, um, you know, she, she had a game plan, you know. She didn't need no measuring cups. She didn't need no, you know, instructions. She just was going off the top of her head, you know, and just whipping and, you know, killing it in the kitchen, you know. Whipping, flipping, and praying. That's right. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so it was good. Um, her time, usually we had dinner like around 5, 5.30. Um, I don't know what else other than that. Um, right. was good. Well, for me, um, I grew up with different food. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't Spanish food. Um, but, um, my mom will always talk about her cooking, that she doesn't know how to cook, but she does. There is meals that um even to this day i'm like oh are you cooking so i grew up on like the um not fried chicken like you think but the breadcrumbs <laughs> and the and then you fry it 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know what that's the called. The chicken cutlets. There you go. Uh-huh. That's the word. Yeah. Mashed potatoes, the big macaroni and cheese, the meatloaf, the beef stew. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to make, um, oh my goodness, how do I? Um, pepper steak. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the homemade iced tea, the powder iced tea. All the friends would come to the house and be like, yo, Sal, you got that tea? Yeah, that powder and, iced tea was gangster. Yeah, it was rotting our teeth away. Mm-hmm. Um and then cake. Like when there was birthday parties, there was always a box cake that was baked, and then we'd probably try to decorate. Mm-hmm. And so that was mine. And yeah. I remember your mama's first meal when I first came out here. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Good. Go ahead, you go. So we went and picked Jose up at the Lancaster train station. Hell, 17 years ago, almost 18? Something like that. I don't, yeah. You don't remember. Isn't mm-hmm. that nice? And we get out of dad's car and we live in the country, like the middle of cornfields, like where we grew up. It's not even on the map, mm-hmm. literally. It's like a four, what do you say, like a four way? Is that how you describe yeah, it? Yeah, like a four way? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a little square and just four stops. And like literally that's it. And it's called Shenick. <laughs> it's like Hold connected on. to that. Hold on, let me put Shenick on the map. Yo, Shenick, stand up. A little bit of y'all out there, probably like four or five of y'all stand up. Seriously? Shenick is a place, y'all. It exists. It's amazing. And, yeah. We had good times there. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so we get out of the car, and Jose walks into the house. And what was your smeller telling you? You're not- <laughs> I'm like, all right, I know there's food being made. <laughs> and when I come in, you know, it's... Baked macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Have you ever had baked macaroni and cheese before? At that point, I never had baked macaroni and cheese. No, okay. I can't say I never this had This is homemade it. baked macaroni right, and cheese. Right, for sure. This ain't yeah. no Kraft um, Velveeta mm-hmm. garbage, all right? Yeah, so let's no just Velveeta. keep that in context. Um, and meatloaf. I never had meatloaf as well. So Your mom was... even asked, oh, I want you to make meatloaf now, right? She's yeah. like, I want to know how to make meatloaf. Yeah, yeah, because like, I, I didn't know what that was. I'm like, yeah, what is this? This is different, yeah. obviously. Was so, there yeah. even a veggie? Um, probably broccoli and cheese. Yeah, she always does broccoli and cheese. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, Sally, you know, shout out, mama. You know, you you, you do that broccoli and cheese. Um, there's another go-to, but probably we'll talk about it later on, but go ahead. Um, was it, what was your, you ate it? Oh, yeah, I ate it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I ate it, and, you know, I was like, yo, this is good, but, you know, obviously ain't mama's cooking, you know? So, our our food, like, growing up, food had, like, seasoning, but obviously... Compared to like Hispanic seasoning, it's mm-hmm. yeah, there's no yeah. like, yeah. So, anyways, so yeah, well, we were living at my parents' house for a little bit, and I personally, I don't even know if before I met you, mm. if I even made an egg. Mm. Like, one time I had tried to cook, um, a frozen meal and I burn it. This was before <laughs> you, it was already pre frozen. <laughs> And, like, how is that possible? It's ice. There's liquid. And I burn it. So, yeah, living with mom and she did, she did a majority of the cooking, right? hmm I think I tried to experiment, but no, I don't really remember. Right. Then we moved in on our own. Mm-hmm. No, this no, was no, in no, mom's no. house. We went to New York and mm-hmm. visited your mom. Good gosh. And that's the first time. Before you get into this story, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's understand a couple of things. You did try to make attempts to cook. Before this meal. It was a thing called Hamburger Helper. Well, you said you like... <laughs> let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hamburger Helper <coughs> was a struggle food, okay? Listen, you said it was good. And let me tell you something as well. Hamburger Helper is just... All right, man. I ain't trying to offend nobody, but man, it is straight basura. So, wife... So wife goes, right? Um, she makes this hamburger helper. It was an enchilada one, right? The enchilada one, yeah. And this enchilada, man, I'll tell you, man. Enchilada on hamburger helper wasn't wavy. It, <laughs> it even had the packet for you to add water to make your own little sour cream. Gosh, man. <laughs> what an atrocity. But let me tell you something. Your effort in there. That was like the beginning. That was like the beginning, I remember, of, you know, you 
starting to take interest in cooking. We got to be real. Um, you got to start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So you started there. I didn't drain the grease out of it either. That was bad. Oh, my gosh, man. Poor arteries. And we didn't have that, like, nice hamburger meat. Sorry, got a bubble. Mm-hmm. My, nice, nice hamburger meat where it was, like, what is it, 80, whatever, where it tells you how much grease and all that. Anyways, it was just really greasy then. Yeah. So, you know, that hamburger helper wasn't helping nobody. It wasn't helping your, your, your cause. But you started there. So you want to tell other, the, 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 the viewers where you went from there? Yeah. And then so we had went and visited Jose's family in New York. And I saw his mom doing her food and all this new seasoning. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy that. You know, went and, you know, was really good. Hers was phenomenal. Uh, so we were at home and this is when we lived with my parents. I bought this seasoning and there's this seasoning called Sasson. That's how you say it, right? Sasson, that's right. And uh, it's red. <laughs> it's red. <laughs> Orange. Orange. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when it's on food, it's red. Um, so I was like, I'm going to make him chicken like his mom did. And I'm oh. going to like put Sasson on it. Like, this is easy. Oh, Confident. Man. So I seasoned this chicken and... This was my theory. Let's be honest. The redder, the better. Like, that means it's going to taste great. So, there is a photo circulating somewhere I have to find. So, we had pasta salad with it as a side. Well, let me stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop you before you go into the pasta salad was banging. That's mom's, which is a go-to. So, I went to carry your plate in the living room. Oh, man. And I hand you this. And do you want to describe to the people what my first attempt to try to do anything Spanish food looked like? Well, I'm going to give you your props. The attempt always gets me. Like, all right, so, like, if the food... (laughs) (laughs) He's like... (laughs) If the food is, you know... um, You know what? You know, you know... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, up. Wow. Um, wow. I give you props because of your effort. I saw your service to me as love. But <laughs> I almost spit my water out. It's what it is, though. <laughs> because we got to tell the truth. And if you're a Christian, you better tell the truth because you know where lives go. Oh, you said that last episode. Is that the new <laughs> theme? <laughs> it, let me tell you. So it, it looked like red. <laughs> It looks red. Said, red, the red zone. <laughs> and when I cut into the chicken, because you use the quarter legs, right? And yeah. drumsticks. Yeah, no, and I, I didn't quarter fry legs. it. I didn't fry it. That's what, I put it in this old school slow cooker. Remember, it like oh, sat yeah. on, and it was an oil, and it just slow. Oh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't fried or crispy. It oh, was, the, yeah. the skin wasn't crispy. <laughs> and when I, you ready for this? When I tore up to the chicken. I saw nothing but like raw red. Red. It was red all around. So it was red on the outside it with was the sauce. Like red, like where it's partially cooked, but it's not cooked enough to eat. <laughs> this chicken was so red. It was like alive. It right? was, yo, yo, the veins. It's that, like, it's the color of that chicken on that Cartoon Network show, The Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> no. Is he yeah. red? I don't know. The, anyway. the, the, yo, the veins. I pulled back. I said, yo, why does this look like this on the inside? Well, they don't like drumsticks either. That's what it was. I hate drumsticks. So, you know what? I had to force myself to eat. And you didn't die? I didn't die. I'm still alive. Thank you. Didn't you. Get some, you didn't get salmonella? I think I, I, I think my hairline got salmonella out of all of it. <laughs> That's why I lost my hair. Um, but, yeah, I, I had to he force. He told me it was good. I had to say it was good. That's horrible. I, had to, I was a liar back then. I was a heathen. I'm so proud of myself. I was like... I was destined for a he's place. He's happy because this chicken is red. <laughs> but if you see this photo... <laughs> if you see this photo, we're sitting on the sofa with the plates in our hand, and I think Jose's like... With the, Help! What is this? Help! <laughs> oh, and wait a minute. I remember the first thing I ever, ever made you. And it was so humiliating because he was on the <laughs> phone with his mother, of all people. This is like the first two days you came to visit. I had put Pillsbury cinnamon rolls oh, in the man. oven. Yes, right. And I was like, oh, this is simple. I put them oh, in the oven, man. and I thought I followed it to the to oh, the tea. Man, yeah. 
and I I brought you a cinnamon roll out, like, oh, he's on the phone with his mom, so he could be like, oh, that tastes yeah. good. And he bites into this thing, and you just see nothing, like, but dough pool, like it was cheese. And I was like, it's done, right? He's like, oh, no. And I was so, I was like, what do you mean? It's, it was so bad. So, so <coughs> my wife, back in, the, in her early stages of cooking, didn't have, like, that perspective on time. Like, and or this sense is sense of anything. Let me let me tell you something. I mean, she was obviously in the era of the millennial who wants their food in a microwave instead of an oven. Really? And- <laughs> I did eat a lot of hot pockets. You did have a lot of hot pockets, a lot of ramen. Um, yeah. But yeah, honestly, yeah, I mean, goodness, um, I it's by the grace of the Lord I didn't die off of salmonella. Um, You're horrible. <laughs> You're really horrible. <laughs> I'm trying to think what did Jose cook me? I don't think he really cooked then. I didn't really cook. I, I, you and Noel made um plant, yeah, yeah, not the sweet ones, just plantains. Yeah, yeah, and we brought in the sweet ones too. I don't remember that. Yeah. I didn't like the sweet. Believe it or not, there was a lot of food. Plantains, the sweet like, plantains that involved the bananas and like yeah. the banana, that leaf that you put the stuff oh, the, in. Oh, uh, the the pastel. That that uh-huh. I did not like. Now my taste has changed. Uh-huh. Anyway, so. I started to watch Rachel Ray, mm-hmm. and she had a recipe, and I tried that, and that was that was bad. Do you remember that? It had like how did it go? How did it go? How did it go? It was like in a baked dish. And it was, it it was had, forgettable, right? Because I forgot it. Like, <laughs> Don't bring it back. <laughs> yeah, I literally threw all. It had so much stuff in it, like potatoes and sausage, and then I put something where it had like breadcrumbs on it, but I forgot the recipe, so I kind of like did it. It was bad. It was horrible. I think I scooped something out. Jose's like throw it away i can't do it i don't remember so i kind of gave up you know there's things that are meant to stay dead you know jesus raised lazarus from the dead but (laughs) there was people that jesus left dead um there's just there's just things there's just things that just need to be left dead so (laughs) i don't remember that so it's dead um so then we're like in you know in um lewis was living with us your cousin uh uh-huh and he would do shrimp with garlic and some stuff. But we would okay. eat out a lot. We basically, we never grocery shopped, right? Right, 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 we, right. Were, we were single. Applebee's was our go-to. Applebee's. We weren't married. We were right. living in our own place. We both worked the third shift at one point. Third shift. So we slept all day, went to work, and we just yeah. ate out all the time. Yeah. So, um, but then a little bit after we got saved, we mm-hmm. get saved in a Hispanic church. That means... A majority of everybody knows how to cook really good food there. I remember the first Sunday I went, that's when they served the meal in the back where you could give like an offering or donation mm-hmm. and there was yeah. rice. And uh, I'm like, oh my gosh, this exists mm-hmm. in Ephrata? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, so I started to be determined. And, um, yeah, man. Was I working or you were? You were working, but was I not working? There was one night you had to work and I was awake. Yeah. And I was like, Oh no 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 no! I remember this. I remember this. Okay, do you want to tell the story? I remember this. Yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I remember this. So were we married? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're married. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, you were no longer working at Walmart, but I was. And so was I pregnant? No, you already had Izzy. Oh. Yeah, you already no, had Izzy. I have it, Izzy then. Yeah, you already had Izzy, and um, I was working third shift. I went back after my hip surgery, uh-huh. and this was like probably like a week. And change after I came back from my um, hip surgery, and I remember I'm wait, I'm I'm sleeping, you know, and I wake up to the smell. I'm like, smells good, goodness gracious. But I went back to sleep like a lazy bum, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you turn the lights on. Uh, yeah, didn't no, you? No, the room was dark. I left. Yeah, the, the room door was dark. Cracked. Right. Because you were still half asleep. Right. Because you're like, what is this? I can't see. And yeah. I was like, just, just take a bite. Just yeah. take a bite. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, all right, let me see what this is. And I take a bite. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Hold up a little bit. Turn this light on. I got to see what I'm eating. And my wife made some tacos. Now, I'm going to tell you something about tacos. Tacos was one of the meals that my wife that's where she upgraded her game. I don't know if I ever made tacos before. You never made tacos. My mom would have, but... You know, you never made tacos before <clears throat> that as our 
crazy cat just jumps over to our sectional. Ridiculous. Oh boy, what's happening in this house <laughs> at 12 something midnight? We're making podcasts and cats are jumping and dogs are, are, are grunting. It's a circus. Uh, it's a circus in my house. Ridiculous. But um, you make these tacos. Mm-hmm. And these tacos are so banging. <laughs> and mind you, they're the soft shell. It's like a, it's like it's like what you see a, a gordita. Yeah. Right. Um, you take the soft shell, you put um the the cheese sauce, mm-hmm. or on on the um the soft shell, then you take it the the hard shell, you put it in there with the meat, shredded cheese, sour cream, lettuce, tomato. The meat was seasoned very well, and all flavors are just hitting my that mouth. That had to be a god thing because I have no, I don't think I can even make tacos like that anymore. And I woke up to be strengthened to go to third shift work it was one of the most memorable meals i remember you cooking and here's why it isn't anything fancy that you cook now because obviously your your cooking game has come right (laughs) but it was like the beginning of something new you know when you remember um like for me something yeah the start of something like for me like when I saw Michael Jordan plate. Oh gosh. For the first time. <laughs> I said, yo, I never saw basketball before, like something worth watching, but man, you know when you saw Michael Jeffrey Jordan. He caught your eye. Caught your eye. That caught my eye. I said, Yo, there's potential in this one. <laughs> Wait, that's still hope. You know? So go ahead. Hit it up. What else? So yeah, I think that was um an encouraging moment for me. Like, oh I could do this. So I think we ended up moving out of that place, and we ended up moving next door to a friend of ours, uh, mm-hmm. Dee. She was she was a Spanish lady, so I would just pay attention and observe when she would cook, and then I would experiment. Right. She would give me some of the seasonings, like sofrito, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I tried to make sofrito one time. Remember that? No, I was the one who tried to make it before. Well, so was that you? That was me. Well, I was assisting, and it was bad. I feel like the garlic, the, we, the garlic, we put way too much and garlic didn't get, and too much oil. It just yeah. didn't blend well. And I so remember, we're like, man. forget this. We're never making again. I threw the blender in the sink and it just splattered everywhere. Yeah. Jose, was, that was ridiculous. Jose gets a little upset. When I get in the kitchen, I make something and it messes up. That kitchen is going to get destroyed. Yeah. We're working on that. Right, love? Oh, yeah. We're working on that. We're working on that. Part of my sanctification. <laughs> Don't judge me. So anyway, I started to just experiment. And living there, I remembered one th- one thing that I was able to kind of master was soups. I started to get soups down. Yeah. Right? And yep. then one time I did make these pork chop things, and Christian was over. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it was good. Was it chicharrone? No. Oh. Well, they were like these pork chops, but it wasn't uh-huh. the skinny one. But they were the big ones that you okay. didn't like. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, so from that, and then Jose started to also cook, right? Mm-hmm. You then started to do the... Chuletas, mm-hmm, pork, pork chops, chops, and but a majority of our, our sides would be like what I grew up with, white sides. Right, right. We still need. We to... used to do boxed mashed potatoes, which good uh, gosh, that's from bad. Satan. And that's from we don't Satan. do that anymore. Instant mashed potatoes was from Satan. Yeah, but we used to do them. Remember? Yeah, I do. We were I like, oh, they're so good. Yeah. yeah. And we used to do potatoes all the time, or back baked macaroni and cheese, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now I would say that um, we renewed our veils. And I did, I did cook. I was cooking, mm-hmm. but I would keep it to like I finally was able to do the pork chops the way he liked it, right? Just right hanging out with like people and paying attention, observing. Um, mm-hmm. But when we renewed our vows for our ten year anniversary, I had said in my vows that I um, vowed to try to cook more Spanish food. Remember right. that? Right. And I think that's when I really started to pursue the rice, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Trying to be. Uh, and you learn how to make sofrito, which is very yes. big. So as of now, you can say I believe that we can eat much better, much better than what before what we were doing You're before. Done right. So some of our favorite meals here in home. Would you like to say what we like, and obviously what he names is what we cook here. Mm-hmm. So like, um, you know, you went. <sighs> From like, I'm sorry, did I overskip? No, you didn't. You went from like someone who was just like cooking frozen meals, hamburger helper, red veiny raw <laughs> chicken. That's so bad. Um, <laughs> to um someone who just started to observe. I think one of the biggest things for you is just learning to look at people, and as you learn to look at 
um, people um, that that cooked well, you you started to emulate. You know, you learned from Christy, uh, my cousin's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, the sofrito recipe, you hit it. You you follow her recipe. You make banging sofrito um, seasoning, and you know it, it it just resonates, man. It really pops. Um, you've gotten really good with the rice, the arroz con gandula, the rice and pigeon peas. Uh, uh, my favorite uh, rice though that you make is uh, is, uh, is obviously the white rice with the habichuelas, the red ones, um, the red beans, and the sauce. I just love, I just love the, I just love the beans, man. The beans you just drop it on the rice. I mean, you know how to make good um, seasoned rice and beans. Yeah. Um, you're starting to venture out though. Um, we just had a meal that, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. What meal did we have? <clears throat> the one that we just had not too long ago. Yesterday? The the fettuccine and oh, steak joint. Yeah, but that was a recipe. Well, but you know. It, it was so good. It, we kind of tweaked it. Tweaked it, you know. So, like, you know, Olive Garden comes with these um, meals, right, that you pay crazy money for. And we didn't pay that much money for that meal. And I thought it was better than anything at Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. So, I think your, your, your cooking has gone from... From that, what we have spoken of the past, like, you know, you cook and you make the leche. I was going to get there. My gosh, my bad. Well, hit it. And then the, the, so the venturing into more, like, well, there was one time that Jose was fasting, but he was doing like a Daniel fast. Mm -hmm. And every time we would have a church party, this one lady, Madeline, is Mm -hmm. that how you say your name? Mm -hmm. She would make yucca salad. Oh, my. And yucca is a root. I don't know if you ever saw it. It's like this big rooty thing and it's really hard to peel and whatever but and it's usually cooked to where it's kind of soft with onions and olive oil red onions and mm-hmm. vinegar and yeah it's just good so, so good. i was like i'm gonna figure this out so one day i came home and i did this while he was working and when i picked him up i had it made and like yeah you were happy right oh it was great so for your birthday two years ago I was on a mission. I wanted to give him breakfast, lunch, no, breakfast, dinner, and then dessert. So I got up, me and Izzy got up early in the morning, and I made him, I always get these confused, mangu, mangu. Um, You made me mangu. Mangu for breakfast, which is like a, a, Dominican breakfast. Like plantains, red onions, uh, eggs, fried cheese, salami. And then he worked that day, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And then for dinner, I made him mufongo. Mm-hmm. The mufongo. Now oh that gosh. one was I could probably do better on. I think I did a little too much garlic, but hey, I don't think it was that bad. It wasn't. It was decent. I love mufongo. Um, but then I challenged myself. Jose mm. doesn't like cake. He'll eat it, but Ooh. there's only one cake. On, and for people who was at who who was at his thirtieth birthday would know this because we had people specifically mm. ordered this cake for him. Um, is what. About to say thank you. Um, tres leche. Which it is, is a three milk cake, really moist. It's a sponge cake. It's a sponge cake, right? So it's very light <clears throat> and airy, but then it's filled with three milks with a homemade ice. I mean, it should be with a homemade icing. If not, then then you fool. It's you're, bad. You're fooling yourself. Usually with a fruit. Oh, yes. I mean, I like it with fruit. Baby, you but you gotta tell them. You, this is what you gotta tell him. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> this ain't like no that? Duncan Hines. No, it's everything from scratch. Cake. You're separating you the go. egg yolks, the egg whites. You're beating them. You're yes. fluffing them. You're adding the sugar, the mm. flour. Mm. Whip. I mean, the icing is all. It's it's whipped to per- perfection. Heavy whipping cream. Yep. It's whipped to submission. Yeah. My gosh. Julia Childs, I love her. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This cake. Oh my god! So we had everybody come. Well, my my brother and his wife came, Cheryl, mm-hmm. Kiki Cheryl, mm-hmm. and um, Olivia. Mm-hmm. Mia wasn't born yet. Mia wasn't. Wow, born that's yet. so crazy. Yeah. We were just talking about Mia and saying what would life lo- uh, uh-huh. would be so weird without her. She's the cutest little thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. and then Alicia came over, and then you didn't know we made you that. I didn't know. So we opened it up, and he sees it, and he's like. What is this? Is this what I think it is? I thought you bought it. Yeah. So I also put in the center of it strawberries. Oh, my gosh. Like, um, that, 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 that. I grinded them kind of and put strawberries in the center. So anyway, we sang happy birthday, cut it. Yo, and when I 
put my jaws on that. <laughs> I said, yo, where did you buy this from? Because these skates are expensive in Reading. They're like almost 50, 60 bucks. And Reading is in the city out here in PA. Um, and I'm over here thinking she bought it in a Dominican spot, you know, because my Dominicans, they really throw down mm-hmm. with that cake. Um, but nah, she, she made it. And I went, and she told me she made it. I said, you kidding me, girl? She was like, yeah, I made it. And I, I had to do, um, a bunch of things so that you won't see me make it. And she just worked around me. Cause I did it the night before. Cause you have to let it yeah. sit overnight in the milk. Oh my gosh. And she made this, man. I'm going to tell y'all, my wife touched me so well. Like it, 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 it really ministered to my life. I started looking at her from a different lens and saying, this woman has evolved. Her cooking game has evolved. And to this day, she continues to add layers. And let me let me tell you something, man. You young people, young men that are, are hearing this right now, you go find yourself a woman of God <laughs> and make sure <coughs> that you pour into her, <laughs> invest in her, love her well mm-hmm. and i'm gonna tell you man whew, i love marriage man it really has been good to me what do they say way to a man's heart is through a stomach done right my stomach is pretty big so and then way to the way to a woman's heart is her hair mm-hmm. so play with her hair i will just fyi jose cooks too guys don't let him fool you he makes chuletas and he grills good and burgers they're good he's not really a sides guy he doesn't like doing sides, right? No, it tees me off. But when he is, well, I'm going to just say this. When he's fasting, like no eating, he loves to cook. It's the craziest thing. Yeah, and he'll come up with the craziest recipes, mm-hmm. which he can't taste, but he'll cook for me and Izzy and like they're bomb. I remember the steak and shrimp and mashed potatoes you made us that one time. Uh-huh. You were fasting then, right? Yeah. And our sofa was here. I don't think yeah. I wasn't feeling good or something. Right. And then you made, and then the... Chicken cordon bleu with like the sauce oh, that yeah. you remember the you were, that was another sauce, time. Yeah. It was so crazy. Um, it's a white vinegar. So white yeah, wine sauce. Yeah. Anyway, he didn't really give you a summary of some of the foods that we ate. We kind of bounced off. But what is mm-hmm. that? The steak that Izzy loves. Oh, Viten cebollao. It's um um cube on- steak. Cube steak. Yeah. With onions. With onions and peppers. And it has its Spanish seasoning and uh-huh. consistency that. My gosh. Um, makes it makes your mouth pop. So in essence, we also have don't just do Spanish food. I think we've done pretty good with exploring like ramen, homemade ramen's bomb. But yeah, mm. that is our story, and that what we that's what we're serving tonight. So mm. there's all types of food all over this table. If you want to be bold and eat the raw red chicken, <laughs> heck no. Or if you want to feast and um, have some good food, um, yeah. But hmm. I encourage you, any anything that you're tackling in life, if you're not good at it, keep with it. For because, sure. you know, God will supply the wisdom. And now I don't have to follow recipes. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. I just season the way and I mm. know my seasonings now. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's your people's seasonings, but it's mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean by you people? Your people. Um, your I'm people are my people. <laughs> I'm like Ruth. Your people shall be my people, That's and your right. God should be my God. So, like, I always tell my boys and like people, I, I married a white girl, and she cooks like a Hispanic, and I love that. I love that. I hate when you say that. I love that you cook like a Hispanic. I don't like cooking for people. <clears throat> so I like uh, to get that out there, so you all know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like people, I get nervous when people eat my food. Thanksgiving is a holiday that I look with with great importance. Yeah. And here's why. I think Thanksgiving for me has always been a holiday that has always resonated well with my soul. And my memories about Thanksgiving were always mom and dad in the kitchen together arguing about what time they're going to start seasoning the turkey. Um, getting a little tense with um, timing and things like that. But what brought us together in my household was just seeing them be able to season that together. And it was, I remember, man, like they would do it late at night on um, Wednesday. 
um, Thanksgiving Eve, I called it. And but yet we were just chilling. Like um, I remember eating, drinking, um, food, and just hanging out with my dad and my mom as they're getting ready to preseason the bird. <laughs> and then to wake up in the morning with that turkey in the oven, yo, the smells, they were so good. So for me and, and our family, um, my family, my in-laws, my brother-in-law, um, Justin and Sean, we pre-season the turkeys out here. Wow, love. I just okay? burped hard body. Um, <laughs> and... That tradition has now, you know, with mom and dad out in New York now, I brought that tradition out here with my family, and, you know, it, it really is amazing. I, I, you know, I always remember, I, it always hits me in my head, like, you know, like, man, Thanksgiving is something warm for me about Thanksgiving. The time spent with the family, the laughs, the, you know, chilling, you know, bugging out, watching football. I love Thanksgiving, and it's not like this sense of like, hey, you know, to everybody, you know, you know, obviously you don't have your favorite holiday. For me, Thanksgiving is there for me. That's that's me. That's my that's my go my go to. Mm-hmm. So in the um, beginning of November, I hope everyone's getting excited. I hope everybody's um, waiting in anticipation, not just for the food or Black Friday, but that you will be intentional to be ever present. Mm-hmm. When that day comes, even in the preparations, you know, have some coffee and snacks, sit down and take a minute. Like, don't be so rushy. Have a conversation, play a quick game with the kids that are there. Laugh, um, implement everybody. Um, don't click, don't, you know, that's easy to do even when you're having a big family get together. Everybody could be talking about different things, but implement things where people are together and enjoy the moment. Right. Um, and, um, yeah, because tomorrow's never promised. Yeah, and um, I think one of the big things for me is, is like like you said, being present in the moment. I think the pre- being present in the moment can be challenging, mm-hmm. but, you know, you stick to it. You stick to it and just value the person next to you. Value them and say, hey, you know, I don't know how long I got, like, like, like you shared. I don't right. know how long I got with you, so I want to take this moment and live in the present. Um, holidays are are good for that and it's like you know a lot of, I hear a lot of people talk about it talk down on holidays and like, oh yeah it's just thanksgiving the same thing again but it's like a reset like sometimes it gets you to be like yo you know what for me it's like yo it's a reset a hard reset like yo let's take mm-hmm. a minute let's acknowledge this life that we have here these holidays are important um with family and, and, and friends and if you don't have anyone man um you know, just know this, the Lord Jesus Christ is, he's there and he has offered his body to you, his church. Um, if you mm-hmm. find yourself single, um, you find yourself um, listening to this podcast right now and you're like, yo, I don't have family, I don't have friends, I don't have loved ones. Or you do have family and you still feel alone. That, um, there's a body called the church that jesus um created he died for and he has given his body to you um get together be vulnerable share your feelings give of yourself and say this is where i'm at this is what i need can you guys help me i really i really look at the body of jesus christ as being family to those that do not have family Um, and you know, it might be a long stretch to say, you know, Oh, Jose, you don't understand. It feels, I feel so socially awkward. I'm an introvert and, and things of that nature. But look, guys, look, the truth be told is this, we can put these titles on ourselves. I'm an introvert and go so isolated to the point that I'm looking inward. We depend on that as our main identity. Right. And we identify with that, Mm -hmm. whether you are Christian or not. Mm Mm-hmm. And you identify with the sense I'm an introvert, where in all reality is that if you are saved in Christ, introvert or not introvert, introvert or extrovert, 
There you go. That's the word. You can give of yourself by being vulnerable. And being present and challenged is not a bad thing. Right. So you're going to feel uncomfortable. Right. And, uh, and you tell me this all the time. I had a conversation with you over dinner. And I was like, oh, but it feels awkward to go to this person and share this. And But at the end of the day, my pride mm -hmm. is what's keeping this relationship from flourishing. You're not trusting God in what he promises in right. that. Right. There's unity. There's unity in that. Now, right. we're not saying just go and tell everybody... Just go up to people and tell everybody your business. Obviously, people that you trust and that you feel that, okay, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to step out and do it. Right. That's how I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to go, but when I get there, I'm like, okay, I'm glad I went. Uh -huh. That's just something daily that we have to sh battle with. And I think mm -hmm. just to echo what you're saying, what is really cool is like we have a God that, if you're reading his word, he loves feast. He, yeah. <laughs> he loves feast. He loves I mean, Jesus turned water into wine. He was at a wedding. He celebrated. Mm -hmm. He rejoiced. Mm -hmm. it, it, he loves feasts. He loves when his people are rejoicing and celebrating. And, um, yeah, so um, God is good. And he is. I just think that's good. So in all of that, that's where we are. And I have a question for you. Mm, right. If you had to pick one last meal to eat, mm. what would it be? It doesn't have to be my food, or it can be anybody's food. Um, Man, that's tough. Girl. One last meal. What would it be? One last meal. Man, what would that be? That's that's pretty tough, yo. Do you have one in your head? Because you just threw me there. So I mean, if you have one to give me some time to think, I think I would. One last meal that. I would eat. Let me think. What is one last meal I would eat? I really love, mm, I love steak and potatoes. Mm. I just love like something savory and homey. So anything around that, steak and potatoes, something with potatoes mm -hmm. and a veggie. You know, it's funny. I'm about to bring this one up and you probably laugh. Um, but my last meal will be a meal that I was always curious about that I never had. So huh, the the iron Go ahead. the irony in this is that my last meal will be a first time meal that I never had. Hmm. And it's going to be you're gonna get a kick out of this because we never had it is Julia Child's beef what? Bugu Young? Beef bouillon. There you we go. We need Toinette to say it. Beef bouillon. Yeah. Um, I think that that was a meal I always uh, was looking yeah, at and saying, good. that looks good. We got the Dutch oven now. So, But yeah, it has to be like the authentic one. It can't just be like, I want that authentic the real French, you know, beef bouillon. We know? like Julia Childs. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't know if you want me to say that, but <laughs> I am saying it. So, yeah, I mean, you know. That's what I think I'll, I'll try just That's to good. say, like, yo, I'm going to go out with a bang, you know? I agree. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. There's a thing that Izzy did, and I don't want to do it because he's not on here, but he read he read to me a couple of meals, uh, last meals that prisoners that were on death row ate. Wow. They have that recorded. And that's pretty interesting what some of them asked for. Hmm. So maybe we could do that when he's on the next podcast. Yeah, when yeah. he's present, Izzy's gonna he be, like to share. yeah. Izzy, Izzy, my son's gonna be able to make a appearance this season. We're gonna actually have an episode with him. He's gonna share something, but that is for y'all to see in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, any last thoughts or shout outs you want to give? Uh, last thoughts or shout outs? Um, last thought. Oh, I'm trying to think. Um, thoughts is um, yeah. Be intentional. Be present this month. Um, take time to just mm -hmm. practice the Sabbath. I really don't know what that looks like, but with the Lord, relaxing and and that, but also being present with people, um, contending for that. Um, I don't think so. I'm not good with shout outs. You always ask mm. me, and I'm horrible no, at I it. I love giving shout outs. I want to give a, a special shout out to our pastor Daniel Crow. 
um, brother, um, if you're listening, I really um, thank you for sending me those three books you sent me. Um, I will reveal those books a future episode. Um, they show your thought and your care for me as a friend, as a member of the church, uh, of the flock. So I really thank you and, 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 and um, bless you, my friend. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my brother-in-law. Um, I know I rag on you, Sean, a lot. Your team, the Bengals, they do suck. He is a host, um, host to Coming Off the Bench. Yes, with my brother, Brandon Myers. Mm-hmm. Podcast. Um, but, Sean, I, I really want to thank you, my man. Um, you really have blessed my life in these last couple um, weeks. Um, you poured into me more than what you can ever imagine, and you are a part of my healing process. Um, I love you. I love you a lot, my man. Um, shout out to um, I'm beatboxing with my mouth, yeah. Oh wow. Um, no, shout out to um dudes that do podcasts, man. Podcasts are important, man. You know, like I work um at my job and I'm I'm able to listen to music and podcasts and the people that do podcasts that I know and then the people that do podcasts that I don't know. Um, I love podcasts, and, um, mm. you know, they've been a blessing to my life, so. Mm. I have a shout-out. Shout-out to yeah. Second Street Thrift Stop Shop. I always get that tongue-tied. Mm-hmm. Second Street Thrift Shop. Right. It's on 2222 North Reading Road in Denver, PA, 17517. Um, yeah, that's where I work. It's just a great atmosphere, great women. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful um, place to work and uh it's amazing how we're able to serve our community and also people that don't live in in the United States that are in need. So, mm-hmm. yeah, God's doing some cool things there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, and one last shout out if you don't have any. Go for it. My brother Chris Godshaw, stand up. I was wondering um, if you could mention him. You know, another brother who's been a blessing in my life more than what he knows. Um, homeboy taught told me. I'm going to tell you something about Chris Godshaw. Oh, boy. Uh, he's a brother of mine that loves cheese. His passion for cheese just excites me because the brother really knows his cheeses. I'm talking about um, foreign cheeses. Um, he even pronounces Domestic them right. cheeses. He pronounces them right. And he has a problem. I remember the, the, when I told him, yo, I love my grilled cheese with Velveeta cheese. And he just looked at me. He said, you know you just eating plastic? <laughs> and he just was so offended. But the brother knows his cheeses. Um, he recommended um, Havarti cheese for me to make with grilled cheese. And he sent me some crazy recipes I'm going to try in the future. Oh, boy. But Chris. So you're going to make a grilled cheese truck? Probably I'm going to get together one time with Chris and just get in that. Cheesy? You want to get cheesy and saucy? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get cheesy up in it when, and, uh, <laughs> and just make some cr- crazy um Grilled cheeses, man. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, no, uh, I love you, kid. And um, you're amazing, brother. I love you. Yeah. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in with us. We'll be back with another episode. And um, happy November. Happy November, yeah. And always remember this. Always remember this. Red Sox suck. Mets suck. And, hey, Houston Astros. How was that World Series L? Later.